Today, we're, we're, our prayer topic has just been about praying that God give us a stronger passion for God. How many of you want a, a stronger passion for Him? A stronger, a stronger zeal, a stronger fire. Come on, do you want that? Are you hungry for that? Amen. I know that's why you're here, because you want more of the Lord. Amen. And I believe the Lord wants more of us. Amen. And so, uh, so today we're just going to talk a little bit about it. And, you know, there's a scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 5. And it says this, test yourselves to see if you're in the faith. Examine yourselves. Do you not recognize this about yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you fail the test. Now, we know that, you know, Jesus comes in us whenever we get born again, whenever we're saved. Whenever we ask Jesus to forgive, you can go to church all your life, but until you repent of your sins and ask Jesus to come into your heart, you'll just have a lot of church attendance, but you won't have any passion for God. Amen. You got to cross the line. Is that right? But you know what? It doesn't stop there. The Lord wants us to keep going. He wants us to go into maturity. He wants us to get closer to him and he wants us to have more and more passion for him, more and more fire for him. And so, you know, how much passion do you have tonight? How much fire? You know, if you if you tested yourself on a scale of one to ten, there's still some hands right over here. This on a scale from one to ten, and I think ten is like Enoch. He walked so close with God that the Lord took him up. So if you're here, you're not at a ten yet, right? And, but you know, if you're saved, you're not at a one anymore. Amen. You, you're somewhere in between. But how many of you, you know, just if you put a if you put a point on where you are spiritually. You know, you're not a one and you're not a 10. Where are you? Are you a two? Are you a nine? You feel like you're about to get raptured or where are you? You know, where, where do you feel like you are spiritually tonight? You know, the Bible says to test yourself. And then, you know, the, the other question, you know, is that does the Lord require us to have passion for him? Well, I think he does. I think he wants us to have fresh passion. You know, that's what he, he told the church in, in, the, in the book of Revelation. He said, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. And I wish you were either one or the other. So because you, you're lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I, w I am about to spit you out of my mouth. Now, that doesn't sound good, does it? But I think you can agree with me that what the Lord wants for us is he wants us to stay red hot for him. Amen. Y'all agree with that? He wants us. He don't want us to be lukewarm. You know, it's like y'all saw War Room. Did y'all see War Room? And, and uh, Priscilla Shiver, she, the, 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 uh, what is, uh, Miss Clara. Yeah, Miss Clara handed her a cup of coffee and it was lukewarm and she took a sip and she wanted to spit it out. And she said, that's not what the Lord wants you to be. Lukewarm. He wants you to be red hot for God. Amen. Come on, you want to be red hot for God? That's what the Lord wants us to be, is red hot, amen? And so he says, that's the way I want you to be. Now the question is, you know, if, if we're not where we need to be, what's keeping us from getting red hot for God? What's keeping us? What's holding us back? And you know, what I find is that, you know, there's some spiritual passion killers. There's some spiritual fire killers. And I just want to mention a few of them. And I want you to just think about this. And you might want to just write them down just as I mentioned. But you know, one of the fire killers is obviously apathy and complacency. You know, you know what apathy and complacency means? It's like, I'm indifferent to it. You can take it or leave it. It don't really matter. But how many of you know apathy and complacency 
is not where God wants us to be. You remember in, in, uh, in the book of Revelation, he talked to the church of Ephesus and he said, hey, listen, I got one thing against you. You've done a lot of great stuff, but I got one thing against you. You've walked away from your first love. And so we don't have room to be apathetic or complacent. We got to be red hot for God. You know, it's like the Lord put a fire in our heart and he says, okay, now listen, Todd, I put a fire in your heart, but it's nobody else's job to keep that fire going but you. You got to keep that fire going, okay? Now listen, if you will keep that fire going, it's going to be the best thing in your life. But don't let that fire go out because to get it started again is going to take is going to take a is going to take revival fire. Amen. And so it's like it's my job to keep throwing logs on the fire. You see? So there has to be a a breaking you know, of apathy and complacency. Let me give you a picture of apathy and complacency. A man marries a woman and after he gets married, he don't do anything to kindle the romance in the marriage. He's just got apathetic and complacent. Come on, that's true. Say amen. Amen, amen right? And so God's saying, listen, you and I, we got a love affair, but come on, let's kindle this relationship. I mean, I can just do so much. I can try to woo you, but you got to open up your arms on your end. Amen. Y'all tracking with me? Okay, so apathy and complacency. What's another one? Pride and arrogance. Pride and arrogance. You know, sometimes the worst thing that can happen to us is that the Lord blesses us with a lot of charisma or a lot of giftedness, a lot of skill, a good intellect, a good a good physical body. And then we start walking like the cock of the walk and we don't think we need God. How many of you know that'll kill the passion of God in your life? When you think you know it all, oh man, passion is leaving out of your life right there. Amen. And sometimes, you know, especially in America, we get so successful that our success kills our passion. Because we think, man, look at what I have done. Look at the job I have. Look at what I've achieved. And it kills the passion in us. You remember King Uzziah, the Bible says that, man, he just went after God. He sought God. God blessed him in incredible ways. But once he got successful, pride crept up into his life. You can even have spiritual pride. And you can start looking at everybody and like you're the police, the church police, the spiritual police. And you can pick out everything wrong in everybody else. And all the while, the passion of God is draining right out of you. Because the Lord resists the proud, even if you think it's spiritual pride. Come on, are y'all with me out there? It's a passion killer, right? And then here's a third one. A third one is, is, uh, is obstinacy and rebellion. Obstinacy and rebellion. And you know, obstinacy and rebellion, you know, that's saying, God, I know what you want me to do, but I ain't doing it. And we would never say that to God. We just do that in our actions. Like, remember Jonah, God said to Jonah, Jonah, I want you to go over here. And Jonah got into the boat and he went over there in willful disobedience to God. And you see, you can't have the fire of God in you if you live in willful disobedience to God. Amen. You can you can stay in disobedience all you want. You can look just like a on fire Christian, but you're not going to have the passion of God in you. 
Come on, you got to surrender, amen? You know, I tell you, you get swallowed up by a fish if you live in willful disobedience, right? Amen? Come on, you'll be in the storm of your life. But thank God that you can turn it around, amen? Thank God you can get a fresh start every day, amen? And so then, and so I already talked about willful disobedience. But how about, you know, how about, um, did I miss one? Yeah, I think I got them all. But you get the point, right? So listen, so we're saying, God, I want your fire. I want your passion. I want your, I want your anointing on my life. God, I want to love you so much. And he says, man, that's great. That's what I want too. Well, let's deal with these things that are killing your passion. And so that whenever I touch you, it don't, I don't put water in a, in a broken cistern. I don't put water in a glass that's got holes in it. But whenever I touch you with my presence, you, you don't just get touched by it. You maintain it. Amen? And so I think as we say, God, give me fresh passion. God says, okay, let's deal with these passion killers. So in your hands is this flyer that says, there's a scripture on there that is one of the scriptures that I just mentioned. And he says to us that he doesn't like that when we've left our first love. And so what I want you to do is just take a few moments. Now listen to me for just a minute. You know, it's typical for somebody to say, priest, would you talk to God for me? And God says, I died for you. You don't need no priest. I made the way for you to come to me. And so what God wants us to do is open up our hearts towards him. All right? Are y'all with me? And so he wants us to just be honest. He's not trying to condemn us. He's not trying to make us feel bad. Just the opposite. He wants to make us feel good. And so he's trying to take the thing in us that's making us feel bad off of us so we can start feeling good. Amen? And so whenever he tries to point something out, he's not doing it to try to you know, browbeat us and, and, you know, condemn us or nothing like that. No, what he's trying to do is he's just trying to get us in a place where we will be blessed. Amen. So what I'd like for you to do is just take a moment to just look at the scripture, read the scripture a couple of times. And there's a couple of questions. What does the scripture say to you about the Lord? What does the scripture instruct us to do to regain our spiritual passion? Check that out and just, and just think about what that means. And then and then turn that into a prayer. And I want to encourage you. Listen, prayer is talking to God. It's just being honest with God. Say, God, I don't know how to do this stuff. You know what? He'll be delighted to hear you say that. He already knows that. He'll be delighted to hear you say that. He's like, come on, now we're making some headway. But I want to encourage you. Open up your heart. You know, in your mind and in your heart, just pray a prayer and talk to God. It's you fishing instead of somebody giving you a fish. Amen? So just take a few moments by yourself. They're just going to keep playing instrumentally, singing a little bit, but you just get before the Lord for just a few minutes and do business with God and tell God, God, remove these, remove these passion killers from my life.